0: Let's go to baseball, Ephraim. And today was the day that new Hall of Famers were announced. And there was only one. David Ortiz, also known as Big Poppy, made it. And Barry Bonds, Alex Rodriguez, Roger Clemens, Sammy Sosa were left off. And for Bonds and Clemens... It was their last time on Mm -hmm. the ballot. So they will not get in the Hall of Fame. I mean, would the Veterans Committee put them in? We'll see. But it looks like they're not going to be in the Hall of Fame. And here's the odd thing, Ephraim, and then I'll, I'll give it to you. David Ortiz did test positive, we think, for a banned substance. Yet he was, like, there was some discrepancy. Some reports were that it was him. Others were that they're not sure it was him, so they can't hold it against him. So he was pretty much absolved of the positive test. And yet, Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds and obviously A-Rod are not in, even, you know, be, even though they were a similar situation as David Ortiz. Uh, let me say quickly this. I think all of them should get in with an asterisk. And I say, and I'm serious, like, we always throw out, oh, there's an asterisk. No, I mean a literal asterisk. I'm not talking about a mental asterisk. I'm not talking about we, we, yeah, but we really know what happened. No, a literal asterisk on their plaque. Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame, all his accolades on his plaque, his face, how great he was, blah, blah, blah. Asterisk. He, this, this guy who played during the steroid, what's known as the steroid era, and he was one of the main you know, characters in it, and we believe he there was solid evidence that he took performance-enhancing drugs, and that may have contributed, likely contributed, to his 700 and how, however many home runs he ended, 62 or whatever it was that he ended up with. Same thing for A-Rod, same thing for Roger Clemens, because Ephraim, I don't believe you can tell the story of baseball without those players. Like, Barry Bonds is the – now, granted, enhanced by performance and drugs, but Barry Bonds was the greatest baseball player I've ever seen with the drugs, but still, <laughs> all right? And so I think you need – so tell the story, but tell it in its entirety. Babe Ruth played in a, a segregated era. Was Josh Gibson as good as Babe Ruth? Maybe better? Uh, maybe. But we, you know what? We can't judge by that now at this point. So we have both of them in the Hall of Fame, and we just tell the full story. So I think that's how they should do it, Ephraim. What are your thoughts?
1: Um, first off, like Barry Bonds was one of the players that saved baseball. When you and Sosa, right? Sosa, yep, Bonds, Mark McGuire, they saved baseball. Baseball was dead off coming off that lockout. It was seventeen people in the stands. I feel football, you. football had taken over. It became wildly, wildly more popular. The NBA was 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 catching on, and baseball was dying. If it were not for the for the home run races of the nineties, baseball would have just, of course. Look, it's America's pastime. It would have been played – but it didn't have a stage; it didn't have a place to be displayed. Networks weren't clamoring to get these games. Am I am I right or wrong?
0: No, it's, it's true. Look, baseball is not what it used to be right? in the American imagination, it and, and, and no so doubt. everyone knows it. I'm not making
1: this up. So, with that in mind, and the level that these players played at. In an era where steroids ran rampant through baseball. And the penalty did not match the spoils. Right? Because players were getting these huge deals. Right. You get guaranteed money. You get caught with steroids. You get suspended. But you keep your money and you come back and you just keep on going. Right. So now when it comes to Hall of Fame voting, the guys who saved baseball are now no longer, they're not going to be in the Hall of Fame. Barry Bonds was a Hall of Fame player before the steroid uh, allegations and, and, and all of that, right? And so I, the way I see it is there are other players in the Hall of Fame, Baseball Hall of Fame right now, who use steroids.
0: Absolutely. So, and they may have voted one in today. Period. Period. <laughs> right? So now. Well, you said something. Let me, let me, let me expound on that. Because there are stories. They have been written about how steroid use and other performance enhancing drugs was rampant in the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. People weren't as up on it and they weren't checking for it like they did later on. But it was it was being used, but make no mistake about it. And Ephraim, they used to have bowls of amphetamines, little tablets in in like bowls that players would grab on their way out to the field. They called them greenies and just eat them. That's a banned substance now. Like if you got caught using that, you would be, you know, put on display and, and, and suspended. And so, to that's that's why I think you put these dudes in, and you put an asterisk. Do you like the asterisks idea? Uh, no, just put them
1: in, right? Because uh, look, see, look, that, look. And I, they,
0: that's the only thing about that is I do feel like then you got to go can, back and no punishment
1: whatsoever. But then you got to go back and, and retrospectively put asterisks by everybody else's name. I just, but there, I, there I, weren't I, rules back then. I get it. it the, you know, baseball didn't ban steroids until ninety one, and they didn't start testing for steroids until two thousand three. Right. That's ridiculous. Right. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand-new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex you get your podcasts, but where I wanted to go was to the NFL. And the big story today from the league was that Sean Payton, longtime coach since 2006 of the New Orleans Saints, has stepped down. He had three years left on his deal. He stepped down, Ephraim. And the the scuttlebutt is that he could end up in Dallas. Not this year, maybe. It doesn't look like this year. But my thought, and we know Sean Payton was there as the quarterback's coach under Bill Parcells in the early 2000s. And Jerry Jones has always felt like he was the one that got away. And he was the great coach that we had that we let go elsewhere and do his thing. Well, the feeling is they want to bring him back and will bring him back. And, And I've said this. I defended, you know, no need to fire Mike McCarthy. I get it. He's not perfect, but no need to fire him. But give him one more year, see how it goes. And if it doesn't go as you want, or you don't go as far as you expect, then you go ahead and hire Sean Payton. So this could be like a mini retirement. A lot of people are terming it that one year off of Sean Pay- Payton, recharge the batteries, and then go to Dallas. Uh, what are your thoughts on that scenario?
1: Um I first of all I love Sean Payton. He was my coach at San Diego State. Uh he was our quarterback's coach. Um so I know him well and that all sounds great. And it just might be what the Dallas Cowboys what they need. The Dallas Cowboys need. But realistically, I don't think it'll work. Mm. Meaning they won't get him. No, even if they did get him. Wow. But the the problem is, I don't know if Sean Payton, at this point of his career, all that he's done, wants to be micromanaged Mm. by Jerry Jones. What has Jerry Jones done to all of the coaches that have been large voices, uh not not put pushovers, right. wanting to do things their own way. What has happened to them in Dallas?
0: He tries to micromanage them, and they're miserable.
1: And what happens? It doesn't work out. It does not work out. Do you think Sean Payton is going to leave a place where he had complete – we don't – if you ask 10 people on the street right now, nine of them wouldn't even know who owned the Saints.
0: Right, right.
1: You ask those same 10 people who own the Dallas Cowboys, they'll all be able to tell you. I'll say 9 out of 10 just in case somebody was from a different country and they don't even watch sports. Right? So with the reason I'm saying that is because that job may seem like the perfect fit, but I don't know if Sean – I don't know if Jerry Jones is willing – We've seen he's not going to take a backseat. It doesn't
0: scene. seem like he's willing to it's, write. It's not, it's not going to happen.
1: So I don't see how this will work because they're, it'll start off fine and there'll come a time when he's going to interject himself in situations that Sean Payton is not going to be able to stand for.
0: And I assume you feel like Sean Payton, Payton sitting down with Jerry Jones beforehand and being like, look, there's only one way I take this job. I gotta have full control. That that, that won't get it done.
1: No, that won't. Because Jerry it done. might agree to that on hey, the surface, but we know what what that is. We know what that is. If he agrees to that, we know. Sean knows what that is. Are you kidding me?
0: You bring up a good point. I I, I you are right on the money, and and I've said it all last week, the last two weeks, in fact. The problem with the Dallas Cowboys is Jerry Jones and the atmosphere that he creates. And I feel like Ephraim, the Dallas Cowboys are not so much a football franchise or a football program. They are a soap opera that revolves around football. They are a soap opera set in a football setting. You know how you you go to a movie, you see a movie. It's really not about basketball, not really about football. Yeah. It's about the love story mm-hmm. or whatever. But it's just involving football players. That's what the Cowboys are. And the reason they are that is because of Jerry Jones. I feel you. I'm not going to push back on that. I just, and that's my, Jerry Jones, more than he wants a Super Bowl. And he said, what'd he say? There's nothing on earth he wouldn't do. To win the Super. There's one thing on earth he won't do, and that's cancel your weekly radio show, stop talking outside the locker room or period after every game, and let your football people do the football stuff. That's fair.
1: Let's just take that's fair. You're right. Let's just take this year. Jerry Jones got on the radio and told the whole world that his receivers are not running. The proper proper routes.
0: What? Right. Right. right.
1: In what what world are we living in right now? Do you think Sean Payton is going to sit by idly while the owner of the team, which is it's his prerogative, it's his right to go on and criticize what's going on on the field and in that locker room over every week he got a weekly show? You got about three or four of them. You think Sean Payton is going <laughs> to just sit there and just be like, just,
0: who's signing up for that? I'm, I'm, and I'm being honest. Nah, look, and 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 some people go wherever the money is. That's it.
1: Sean Payton made, 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 a pay money, the, right. made a lot of money. Right. He
0: don't need another dime, I'm sure.
1: He made a lot right? of money.
0: But do you think there's a price? Because obviously, if he wants to come back to coaching, oh, there'll be suitors galore. Oh, of course, yeah. A lot of other better situations. Uh, well, better situations in that the owner might not be all up in your business, all up in the videos, right? But is there a better? Will there be better situations as far as talent? As far as if you win, if he could somehow win a Super Bowl in Dallas, can do you? Can you imagine? what the accolades would be for the first time in 26 to 30 years. I,
1: I understand that. But let me ask, how does Dallas win the Super Bowl? Like, how? And we say they have talent. But in two years, we're saying, you know, not next year, but the year after if they do get Sean Payton. That's two years. That team doesn't look anything like it looks right now.
0: Well, Dak, Dak is going to be there. What, what do you think there. he does with Dak? because well, da, well, he, he's a quarterback, you know, just guru. Gave him, just gave him
1: a, no. A, I mean, what,
0: a, a, a king's ransom. What do you think Sean Payton would do with Dak? Would he take Dak to the next level? Oh, of course. Or would okay? Of See, course, and that's I, big. I, I think he will. That's big.
1: But does CD is CD's Lamb still there? We know Ezekiel Elliott won't be there. They, I, they, can't no. get him out of and there, that, and,
0: and that's fine, right. right? The offensive line, right? So now you're, yeah, th- but that, you're that, not going to assume. I'm not. I hear you, but can they replace? I mean, that's that's true for every team.
1: Yeah, I understand that, but and we're, can you we're,
0: replace them? But we, with we, good players. Well,
1: we we've we've seen that that's easier said than done. Okay, it's easy to say. Oh, we're just gonna repl- re- replenish the offensive line. We're gonna get another running back in here. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that.
0: That's why I'm getting a great coach, though. Yeah, that's but why I,
1: I get it. So man. that he
0: can he can make these guess pretty who, good players guess,
1: better. Guess guess who's not gonna have any say? So in, in, in who they get to.
0: All right.
1: Get, do you think Sean Payton so, is, is is going to be able? To tell Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones, "Let I'm I'm going to do the draft."
0: I feel you. I feel you, and it's sad.
1: That's like if Phil Jackson, and I'm I'm not equating them. I'm just saying like a, a that caliber. Like if 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 Phil Jackson or Popovich went to an NBA team, and the owner was like, "No, no, 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 we we got it. We we right? Like we no no we, we're gonna do the draft. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that." And just constantly in the business of basketball. Right. You brought right. me in here to, to do the, the football
0: stuff. Let me do it. So, so so you obviously, as do I, I feel like you agree, you feel like Jerry Jones is, is the problem. He of just course. created a we, bad atmosphere. Right. Okay. He is the problem. We're in lockstep on that. We know he's right. the problem. What, let me ask you this. Because there are those that feel like they need to get rid of Mike McCarthy. Do you think they should this year or keep him?
1: Well, unless – what's the option? Right? I mean I, – I'm with you. I keep him. I mean, you could go after Brian Dayball yeah, and some but of these I, other guys. I mean, right now, especially if you do have aspirations on getting Sean Payton, not this year, next year, and in, in, in 2023, then, I, I mean, you, you run it back. My whole thing is <laughs> we just watched – the Dallas Cowboys botched fourteen seconds on the clock. We just watched Patrick Mahomes. Did
0: you put that on
1: on McCarthy? Yes, we just watched Patrick Mahomes <laughs> with thirteen seconds left on the clock, drive sixty yards. Entire game, and with here's 13 the, here's the seconds.
0: thing. And this is the sugar coat or, or, or the silver lining, I should say, for the Cowboys. Andy Reid used to have problems with clock management, too. And I don't know, do they have a clock management guy who's in his ear or what? But the key to that drive, from that 13-second drive, if we can call it that, was that they had three timeouts. They only needed two. But, you know, there's no way it happens without that. You're right. No way.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: And uh, Bill Ryder, who is the lead NBA guy for CBS, Ephraim, he wrote a column today ranking the five people that are most to blame for this Lakers debacle. And... He has LeBron James number one. Frank Vogel not on the list, but LeBron James is number one. Uh, your thoughts?
1: Um, well, this is the team he wanted. We know that. We know what happens with the LeBron James team. Uh, he has the ultimate voice. Uh, so, yeah, he they wanted Westbrook. He wanted Westbrook. They got Westbrook. Now, after that... If I mean if if wanting him is is the ultimate blame, okay. But after that, I blame Westbrook. Mm, I, number blame, one. I blame Westbrook because of his own his own comments, his own approach to the game. Now, no one is taking anything away from Russell Westbrook when it comes to his ability to score. His ability to rebound, get assists, triple-doubles, all of those things. Ah, We get it. We're good. When I watch Russell Westbrook play, to me, I see a starting point guard with the lowest basketball IQ of all starting point guards in the NBA. And the reason I say that is because what is the ultimate – goal of a point guard what is the ultimate stat they're measured by assist to turnover ratio right can you distribute the ball create shots for your teammates more than you turn the ball over so when a point guard makes a statement like I don't care if I turn the ball over right I don't care if I'm not shooting well Like, to me, that bothers me because those are the things you should care about.
0: Well, and he, I mean, I, and I've, I don't know if you've heard me say this, Ephraim. Russell Westbrook, and we know he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Of course. And and I say he's going to be an icon, like legend. Like, decades from now, people will talk about this guy. The only way that doesn't happen is if the triple double becomes commonplace. Like, not commonplace, but. Luka does it a couple seasons. Jokic does it a couple seasons. Somebody that's not in the league yet comes in, does it a little bit for a whole season. That's how Westbrook's legacy would be downgraded. But right now, he's going to go down. Decades from now, people are going to be talking about, there was this dude, Westbrook, for four seasons, averaged a triple-double. Now, it's hard to win with him. And I put him in. He's an extreme version of these two guys, but I think he's similar to Pistol Pete Maravich and Allen Iverson. Super duper star, uh, icon, legend, fun to watch. All that, but style of play that's hard to win with. And I know people don't want to think that about AI, but you know, a guy low low percentage shooter. Mm-hmm. Volume shooter, d- dominates the ball. The only way he won was when Larry Brown, the great coach, built a team, built it specifically for Allen Iverson. And it was smart. Grinders, spot-up shooters, rebounders, defenders, guys who don't care if Iverson has the ball 20 seconds of the shot clock. If he passes it to him, they're going to be ready. And that's what Westbrook is similar. Um, but. I I Look, I agree with what you said. But I think a guy that's being... I don't blame LeBron because Rob Polinka has the final say. Yeah, he does. Le- LeBron can flex his muscle but all he wants. Guess I mean, what, LeBron? They gonna, they gonna... You locked up. And here's the thing. <laughs> though, and I get it. I get it. LeBron is LeBron. And he is the man. He is the face of the league. All that. So yeah, he's going to have influence. But Ephraim... You still are the GM, and where's LeBron ain't leaving. Right. That was the thing. It's like he's he's under contract for a few more years, so you got that, and then he doesn't want to move from L.A. He he moved to the Lakers when they weren't a contender, when they had Lonzo and Kyle Kuzma and Brandon Ingram and all these guys that weren't anywhere near a championship. So it was more than just basketball for him. He doesn't want to leave L.A. So, you got to buckle down like Pat Riley did in Miami and say, I hear your boat. Because Riley used to call in the boat, the best of all time. I hear your boat. But if you're going to win, it's going to be with Eric Spolster as coach. If you're going to win, it's going to be this way. And they won two. Ch- that was the best run of LeBron James' career as far as winning.
1: I need Russell Westbrook. To understand the flow of a basketball game, you can't. Well, that's it's too late for that. I understand, but this is is what I'm talking about. When you you, know, I know, but that's what I expect. So when when a when a player refuses of his talent refuses to even understand that, like, hey, I'm shooting twenty percent from the three point line. We fought back from ten down. We're down by one point. And you shoot a three-pointer at air balls, that's a problem. <laughs> but he, was he fe- he was feeling it though? That's a problem though. <laughs> you're shooting two for ten from the three. That is what I mean by basketball you're right. IQ. IQ. Right. Don't He's not off, a smart decision. Don't either. look off LeBron James at the high post right. to shoot a low percentage three. That's the problem.
0: You're you're absolutely right. But I'm gonna throw one guy one other guy at you who's getting a pass. How about Anthony Davis?
1: Oh, I, I, he don't get no pass. Bambi legs. Oh no. All right, there's no there pass go. for me. Come on, bro. <laughs> you got to buck up now. Come on, let's yes, go. This supposed to
0: be. This was supposed to be your, your team year. By now. Your te- yet yeah, last year was supposed to be your year,
1: bro. This
0: yeah. was supposed to be your team by now, and, and stop getting hurt. I I get you can't control injuries. Wet bread, But he man. gets the little nagging injuries. Hey, you know hey, the little finger, uh, fingernail six yeah, months six months out. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, AD. But You're now he's top right. 75. Obviously, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He got his well, ring. You can't hold that against like well, I don't let, know if well, he's motivated see. anymore. Let,
1: let's see if he can turn this season around.